Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I am the host of Video Games, a comedy show. Before we get started, I have a quick message for our listeners. While I am not black and do not represent black voices, I believe it is vitally important to speak up and proclaim where I stand and where we stand as a show. Black lives matter. We know that white supremacy has run rampant in this country since its birth. We also know that as white people, we have been active and complicit. We can no longer stand for this. We understand that we will make mistakes and are not suddenly free of racism because of this statement. We can be dedicated to being anti-racist, knowing full well we will fall short. We will begin to acknowledge our involvement in white supremacy in all of its systems. I understand that I have immense privilege as a white person and that it must be used to tear down the very systems that we have routinely benefited from. While we know that every system in this country suffers from deep-rooted racism against black people, the one we are focusing on is the police, because in this country, the police have continued to murder black people and are not held accountable. They continue to get away with murder, largely due to the complete lack of accountability. We support defunding the police. We must stand next to our black neighbors and not only not participate in racism against them, but actively dismantle it. That includes featuring more black voices on our show and helping amplify their voices. That means looking towards black and indigenous women of color as our guide. Fuck white supremacy, fuck Donald Trump, and anyone who stands with him. Defund the police. No justice, no peace. Black Lives Matter. If you want to listen to a podcast that is honestly more beneficial than this one, which is about video games, you can listen to podcasts such as 1619, The Nod, Code Switch, Still Processing, Higher Learning, and friends of the show, Culture Kings. If you would like a list of helpful resources on where to donate, how to get involved, or means to educate yourself, I will have included a handful of links on this episode's bio, and on every episode bio for the foreseeable future. Thank you for listening, and, you know, hey, enjoy the show. morning from the Mushroom Kingdom, WKBAG Studios, Wario K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. I am your host. Fuck the police. Defund the police. Fuck the police forever. If you are a fan of this show, you know that that's been our motto for a long time. And let's be honest here. If we can't be honest here, where can we be? There's a short list of people who should immediately turn off this show that I've made right now. And it looks like uh, there's only two <laughs> two entries on the list, and that would be uh, uh, racists and the police. Mm. So if you are either of those, uh, you can go ahead and, uh, and, and shut it off. Not for you. Now, I couldn't do this show alone. I'm very proud to bring on two members of the uh, Zoo Tycoon crew. And that is a crew of radio, wacky radio DJs who are uh, hell-bent on bringing you hot knowledge in video games and uh, funnies along the way. We got with us in the house, Mr. Michael Stevens. Uh, uh, fuck the police. Fuck Yoshi's out, man. 
Now we do a, a long bit about Yoshis and how they're mm-hmm. cops, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're feds. <laughs> That's they're how that feds. goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're yes. feds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever see a Yoshi in a sunglasses? That's a dead yeah, giveaway. giveaway right there with a trench coat you and ever sunglasses. Seen a Yoshi yeah. with uh, red shoes on? That's, he's the feds. <laughs> yes. He's the feds. He's yep. the feds. Yeah. You ever be like smoking weed and then a Yoshi comes up and is like, I'll take some marijuana, please. The feds. That's obviously. A, that's a fed. Yeah, it's obviously a dead giveaway. That's a fed. Uh, just so we can get uh, another, me- the the only other uh, uh, person on the show with us in on this this hot riff train, uh, <laughs> Michael McCaller. How you doing, pal? Hey, fuck the police. The cops. Stars. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah. And- Yes, and uh, you have any Yoshi's are Feds editions? Uh, uh, I'm just wondering, like, how come the second Yoshi gets touched by an enemy, there's a bunch of fucking Feds around him ready to steal that baby Mario? How do they know, huh? Who's that's, tipping him off? That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, it is... Uh, we are on episode 96 of the show, which means we only have a few more left before we're, uh, you know, to episode 100. And um, and I'm really excited to get there. I cannot believe we've almost done 100 of these motherfucking shows. Uh, but I've been calling this series Road to 100. We do a top 10 list every week and have been for the last six episodes. Until we get to 100, well, where we will do a top 100 list. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't think we'll do that. <laughs> But that, that was does, legit gonna yeah. be my pitch. I, that does, do well, maybe we will. Hey, maybe we will do a top one hundred. It'll be like a four-hour-long episode. The top one hundred numbers. <laughs> to the top one hundred numbers. It would be cool if we did do a, a countdown to the top one hundred numbers. But we really thought about like which numbers our, matter the most. Tight. <laughs> yeah yeah like 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 71 is like really low on the list but like 13 is high you know 13 is number one Uh, 13 might be number one well number one also might be number one you know i would put 13 at 100 because it's the only one that kills you if you push it in an elevator that's right if you believe in that letter that number you do it will kill you this is why we make these lists to to ask these hard questions yes it's a voting stuff out yeah yeah 13 is going to be at one or 100 (laughs) putting it at 50 (laughs) yeah move on yes for sure um okay great so i gotta know uh how's everybody doing and what has everyone been playing and how's everyone staying sane Staying sane during uh, what is uh, has been described on every podcast I've listened to as unprecedented times. <laughs> uh, McCall, let's start with you. What have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing Guacamelee 2, which rules. I'm getting the platinum trophy in that bad boy. And uh, that's it. That's the thing I've been playing. Great. So wait, so what, no, what, ti- what number of time is this for you to play it? I only played it a little bit on the Switch. I played Guacamelee 1. I, I got a PlayStation 4 not long ago and like re-upped my PlayStation account. It saw that I had the Platinum Trophy in Guacamelee 1. It's like, I gotta go get that get that other one. That's solidarity. Yeah, right I, there, feel like I, man. I feel like I beat the game on Switch, but yeah, I bought it again. It was super cheap on PS4 and I was like, I gotta get that trophy. 
Yeah, that's cool. Okay, great. So are you are you now are you gonna become sort of this trophy hunting kind of guy? Are you gonna try to get the platinums and everything? They are so much more satisfying on PlayStation than they are on Xbox. So uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I th- I feel like this generation turned it around because in the 360 generation, it was all about those Chivos. Yeah. But they mm. like the I think that was just because there were so many more Xboxes out there, right? Like mm. people were getting more of that versus like now that everybody's got a PlayStation, like it's hard to deny that it's fun to get the platinum trophy. Like mm. th- there's there's no final reward in an Xbox game for getting all the achievements. It's just like you've done it. <laughs> great Move yeah on. uh so i'm excited that you've been playing a metroidvania which i'm assuming Gu- guacamelee 2 is like a metroidvania yeah very much so yeah okay cool i've been playing a game very similar to that i'll get to that Ooh. here in a minute but i gotta hear from my pal mikey stevens what are you been playing my dude uh i am in the western conference finals of nba 2k 20 <laughs> uh my <laughs> Uh, my player, Michael Stevens, plays for the um, Los Angeles Lakers. And in the conference Ooh. finals, it's us and the Clippers. And it's looking like it's going to be a finals between the Lakers and either uh, the Boston Celtics or the uh, 76ers. So oh. Lakers-Celtics is such a classic yeah, rivalry. Truly. Um, How great would that be to see them in the finals be really again? great. And um, I uh, played a full 82 game season to get to <laughs> this point. <laughs> and, oh and I'm oh luckily like uh, solid enough at the game. I've swept both series. I swept all my series so far. So wow, uh, yeah. That's so huge. I'm, I'm. It'll be 12 games. Uh. Oh, wait, let's see. How many rounds are there? Yeah. So I'm be I'm able to do it. I, I haven't it hasn't like gone to game seven and anything. Uh I also because there's like a kind of like a grinding element to the game where you have to earn experience to get badges, which increase your, you know, whatever various things could be for defense or uh shooting or playmaking, uh, etc. But so in the regular season, I played the game <laughs> in pro, which is like the not the lowest difficulty, which is rookie, but it's like the recommended or whatever. And then there's all star and then there's mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. So as soon as I got mm-hmm. to the uh, playoffs, I kicked it up to Hall of Fame. So it like actually feels, Whoa. you know what I mean? It like feels hard and mm-hmm. the games are close and like. You, when you go to the line and miss a fucking free throw, you're like shaking your, you know, you're ripping your hair out and shit. Ooh, uh, so yeah. yeah, it's been really, really fun. Um, yeah, been having a great time with that. So if you if you if you lose a game in the season, it like you can't just like go back and fix no. it. Whoa, no, that's some real pressure yeah, yeah. right there. Uh, I mean, that's the joy of sports, right? I feel like uh, it was falling into football was the first time I realized, like, it's, this isn't like a movie where I know Indiana Jones is going to win. It's just like sometimes your heroes lose and there's nothing right. good about it. You just feel bad right. the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> falling falling into football does sound 
romantic. <laughs> I think it's a five for fighting song. <laughs> five for fighting. But that's um, true. That's a, like such I, a huge thing with sports. Like think about all the. There's so many greats who were never technically champions. You know what I mean? There was people who played mm-hmm. in the league for 15 years on some amazing teams, but never were able to, you know, either either it was the team or, you know, whatever. Like, uh, yeah, so that's such a crazy element. Um, but luckily, this is a video game, and if you get enough experience, you you can just dunk on everyone, and that's basically what I'm doing. So it's, okay. it's pretty great. <laughs> that is, and and I'm I guess I, it's been a minute since I played a sports game, but it's like, is it kind of like a traditional sports game where you're like you're you know you're on offense, so you're you're kind of changing between characters' lives as it's so this is as this you're is playing. like I would say even more accurate in that you truly in the in the my career mode you control one person and you play your position. It is very realistic. So I'm a shooting oh, guard. Wow. I'm not like going up against centers who are you know seven feet fucking tall. My dude's six five. You know what I mean? <laughs> Those guys just push him wow. around. So my job literally is to like get open and score and like. That's my role. My role on the team is like, like a, a, a the two spot is kind of flexible. You kind of like you try to you know get an assist if you can, drive if you can, yeah. you do like a lot. But you play one dude. You know what I mean? Um, there is a thing called takeover where uh, you know if you have enough successful plays, you uh, hit R three and you can then control everyone on your team. But I straight up hate it. I hate. It oh, so wow. much because because the majority Damn. of the game is not that right so like the majority of the game is you controlling your individual player and then this is supposed to be like a reward but it's actually super difficult because i'm used to like kicking the ball to someone and then kind of having the ai you know try to get open or move the ball again and you can call for a pass mm-hmm. or whatever but when you turn on that takeover when you kick the ball to that dude, you control that dude. And it's so disorienting to like all of a sudden have to control every single person on the team when you're used yeah. to playing just your one dude. Uh, I hate it. I yeah. truly can't stand it. That's always been what's <laughs> that's what's kept me out of Madden for so long. Like I love football and I would love to play like a, a real football yeah. sim, but it's all yeah. like that. You push a button as a quarterback to throw to your wide receiver and suddenly you're playing as him too. And it's like... It's disorienting. Yeah. It's too much information for a yes. brain to handle. Yeah, so I, I, I really dig it. I, I, There is a way to do individual takeovers, so that's what I do. Like, the team takeover is advertised as, like, this, like, huge reward. You fill the meter all the way, and your whole team gets takeover. And, uh, like... I get why they are saying that because you get, you unlock these like special animations and you know what I mean? Like if you're a sharpshooter, you're more likely Mm. to hit your three pointer or or whatever. You're more likely to like do your role better and you get special animations. But because of that mechanic of controlling the whole team, I absolutely hate it. And I never fucking do it. I never let it get all the way full. I only fill it so far and then I kick it just for my player. And then I dunk uh, right in someone's face and it's, it's great. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a lot of fun. Dude, earlier you were talking about how like your dude is only six five, so he gets like pushed around, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm just like, can you imagine being six five and <laughs> yeah. and you're like, and that's tiny? Well, <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean relative. I guess my I guess my point is like most centers are six ten or taller, you know. No, I so yeah. that, I hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But and yeah. point guards, you know, there's point guards <laughs> but, that are like five ten. 
you know, uh, that are yeah. much shorter. Oh, sure. Uh, no, I, I, I yeah. get what you're it's, saying. It's a very Hagrid situation. Yeah. You're a giant man, but to the giants, you're a, you're little, a little, little baby, baby. boy. Um, I, I'm six one, and I feel like I'm a giant. I can't even imagine going to like what is the giant kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's called the NBA, my friend, and you can go <laughs> yeah. anytime and check it out. It's it's wild. Yeah. I remember as a as a young boy being like, Dad, will you take me to go see the giant kingdom? And we'd go to an NBA nice. game. Uh, that's what I would say. Yeah. Uh, cool. That that sounds really great. I love the uh, the sort of what would you call that? Like in in Fire Emblem or other like RTS games where it's like um, you know if a character dies they die for good. Yeah. Permadeath. Permadeath. That's kind of how these like losing games feel to me, which I like. I like that stakes mm-hmm. where it's like. You can't go back. You can't rewind. Yeah. You know, if you fuck up, that's it. You're a loser yeah. team, and you should and you should feel bad. Unless you have the Prince of Persia on your team, then you can rewind with the right trigger. Now, is he a secret character, Mikey, or is he? Um, do you get him like just you know when you when you sign up for the yeah, game? Yeah, <laughs> I forgot to say I unlocked him immediately. Did I not specify? So I've been okay. playing as the Prince no, of Persia. No, you didn't. You didn't. The Prince the of Persia, whole, yeah, right? Yeah, for okay. like the last 50 games, I would say. So that's like really helped and contributed to, to the winning streak. Um, right. Now, now I assume there's a part of this game where after the games, you guys get, all get to get go out and have drinks and kind of party and, <laughs> and you like meet each other's wives and yeah. stuff. Now, do you, uh, are, now are you like socially cool with the Prince of Persia or does the Prince of Persia kind of like, uh, like, uh, like, you know, not like, does he like, I don't know, like uh, the Prince of Persia put you like down to party? in public. What are you asking? Does he? Well, yeah, I guess. I guess I'm kind of asking, like, does he? Is he cool with you, or does he kind of like, uh, you know, snub you out in public? Oh, or yeah, no. Are so, you guys tight? Uh, I guess it wasn't clear. I unlocked him, and I'm playing as him. So the rest of the team. Oh, so Mikey Stevens is yeah, Prince of Persia. And so the rest of the team, they all go gotcha. out and they get drinks, and me, I got a country to run. You know what I mean? I got to get back to to being totally. a prince and, and shit. You got to get back. Yeah, to I got to get back. To you got to go back to Persia. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I just go. Yeah. And I ball out for the Lakers and, you know, I play a great season mm-hmm. and then everyone goes home and I got to go mm-hmm. to Persia. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And that's, uh, where you, where you ball out for and the government. That's NBA there. 2K20 um, for you. <laughs> and that's NBA 2K. I love that. You know, if I was Prince of Persia Sands of Time, I would, uh, I'd party all night and then rewind and do it all again, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Uh, okay. So, I've been playing a little game called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Ow, ow. So that is, uh, you know, probably like a darker, more vampiric guacamelee too, mm-hmm. I would say. It's, it is a, uh, I would call this game more than just a Metroidvania. It is a Castlevania Symphony of the Night uh, redo. Troidvania. Troidvania. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's basically the same exact game. I mean, to mm. the point where the map feels like a s- similar, where mm. similar things are placed similarly on the map. And I know this because I played through Symphony of the Night for the first time last year. So I'm pretty familiar with it going into this. And, uh, you know, Michael Hearn, friend of the show, enemy of the show. Villain uh, of the show. Let me Super borrow. Villain. villain of the show. True villain of the show. He let me borrow it and I beat it. And, uh, you know, it's... It's good. I would still say play Symphony of the Night if you can. Like, mm. it's actually way cheaper 
like on the PSN store. Like you can probably buy a copy of it for like ten dollars. And it's just I just like it better. I don't know. I think it's because it's like sprites versus like a a one point five D or I'm sorry two point five D kind of polygon thing happening. I also think the art design in, in Symphony of the Night's better. I I don't know. There's but this game is uh it's it was still fun and it was still cool to see one of those done today. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So at this point, I think Symphony of the Night's like. Almost thousand? thirty years old. Thousand yeah. years old. It's like it's like a thousand years <laughs> old. Yeah, it came out like in nineteen ninety six or something. It's forever old. So yeah, it 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 was a uh, it was cool. And I and even the story of Bloodstained is similar. Like it's about vampires and stuff. <laughs> what a choice to like because it, it's by um the the Castlevania guy right? Yes. Like he left Konami and crowdfunded this right? Well, I think he was let go from Konami, and I think that was like years <laughs> oh, he's ago. An asshole, then. <laughs> he got fired and was like, you know what? I'm about to make the exact same fucking game. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, Igor, Igarashi is what his name is. Igarashi, That's so yeah. funny. He was going to make that game no matter. Like, he probably didn't even know he got released from Konami. He was just making a game, and at the yeah. end, he went to put out Castlevania, and they were like, you can't do that. And he's like, but I made this game. Can you imagine getting fired from Burger King and starting a burger business across the street? (laughs) (laughs) Call that shit Burger Queen, baby. Burger Queen. (laughs) And it's like pretty good. You know, like that's like, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like if Kojima came out with a game that was like, yeah, you play a solid frog now. <laughs> and you're like, you got your guns, but you know, it's like you're in the war, but you're a frog. <laughs> yeah. You well, know? the other important part of this metaphor is that Burger King has to decide it's not going to sell burgers anymore and just right. sit on all of its important perfect burger oh, recipes right. yeah. all the fans of burgers are like are you guys ever going to make burgers again? Yeah. We're not, but exactly we could like that. if we wanted to. It's <laughs> available to us. So I beat that game, and that was supposed to be my like uh, palate cleanser before I go into Paper Mario for the GameCube Thousand Year Door. Ooh. So I, but you know what? I my palate isn't cleansed yet. Mm. So I need I need another game to play. Now keep in mind, I have to beat Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, and hopefully get another palate cleanser in before. Origami King Are you comes pretty out. Close to beating that game. Which game? Paper Mario. So I beat the N sixty four Paper Mario like a week ago. Oh, you haven't started and, the, ne- and the next so, one. Yeah, I so I was I needed a palate cleanser, but I my palate isn't cleansed yet. So I I want one more game mm-hmm. to put to fit in here, and so I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. What do you think? Oh, need like a sh- quick what do you think my next play? game like a short. I'm thinking a 10 hour long experience, 10 to 12. Like, yeah, like definitely not like a Witcher three, but like <laughs> mm-hmm. a, like, you know, uh, yeah, I'll leave it. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, I'll leave it open to like a, a 10 to 20 hour long experience. God, I was, as I was playing Guacamelee, I was thinking like, I don't know how to do it, but I need more people to play this game. <laughs> so this is like the perfect it's opportunity. Really the opportunity for me. Well, oh. but I just played a Metroidvania though. So you want something different? I think I'm thinking something. Di- a palate cleanser for the palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. 
But I but I will I will play Guacamelee too as a palate cleanser for Origami King. How about that? Great. That's okay. Great. All right. You got to play one. Did you play one? I did play one. Yeah. Okay. I, I beat one. I love one. Cool. Yeah. Two. It's a jam. Hmm. All right, Stevens. What you got? Anything? You I'm thinking? thinking? That's tough. Like the that that you know, ten hour gameplay. Well, it could be twenty. It could be twenty hours. It could be like a you know like a triple A game is usually run roughly the, that length. It makes me think of games like um, Limbo or oh you know right what I mean? yeah uh, that style of game yeah. that's like really fun. Uh, did you have you ever played a game called Mark of the Ninja? Or no. heard of it? Mark Ooh, is of that the, the Ninja. Is that the no. 2D? Yeah, platformer? it's like 2D uh, stealth platformer. Yeah. Oh, cool. I, I feel like I had that and didn't it's, play it, but I like I, I played that maybe a demo. It's or very something. fun. Is cool. uh, so that's that's like you know a level based game. You could definitely knock that out. Um, yeah. That sounds. Yeah, fun. that'd be really fun. You could always go back to like Undertale. You probably played that a bunch. Oh yeah, that's, an RPG. Yeah, that's like a, yeah. you know that, that could be take good. That long though, you know. Um, no, it doesn't. I've already yeah, and I've already beaten it once. I could probably go in there. And, Have you ever played uh, Evo Land? Evil Land. Evo. Evo. Yeah, Evo Land. Evo yeah. Land. <laughs> yes. <No>. Evo. <laughs> <laughs> there's also an evil land too and i haven't played that one uh and i would wager it's uh deeper and longer but the hmm. the basic premise of evil land is you start uh in like you start in like i think like atari style graphics oh cool okay yeah. i i have heard yeah. of this yeah and then you and then as you progress the game gets more yes, graphically it, impressive it goes through you know 16 bit 32 uh, eventually I'm gonna into write this down. 3D. I, that does sound it's fun. Super fun. It, it's super fun. It's super short. Um, and it's just like an, it's just a love letter to you know to video games. Uh, okay, cool. It was I dope. love that. It was quick, right. and I remember beating it and being like, "Oh man, I would have, I would have kept playing this dang thing if it lasted longer." Uh, <laughs> and I think there there is an Evil Land too. And as I'm saying it now, I'm like, "Man, I should go get that game." Uh, but I would I would bet that one's That's a little cool. longer because they probably, uh, you know, expanding on the idea from the first. But that's a that's a super fun game. So those are my picks. I, I have great picks. I like that. I like that. Those are good picks. Evo Land, Mark of the Ninja. I'm liking that. OK, McCaller, you said Guacamelee 2, which would that mm -hmm. might be a little bit down the road. What else you got? Uh, not to be this guy. I can't remember if we I feel like we talked about it before. Uh. Did you ever get around to Resident Evil 7? Oh, that's that's a good that's a good call. That's also like very tonally different from the, mm -hmm. from the Mar the Paper Mario's for sure. Resident Evil 8's getting announced any day now. It's been on my brain. And I bet I could Resident do Evil 7 in like 15 hours. What do you think? Resident oh, Evil yeah. 7? Yeah. If if that. If it's that. pretty short. Maybe yeah. maybe even a click. Okay, those are great. Yeah. I might I might fit a couple of those in to be honest because I mean, the way I've been blowing through games these days, guys, it's, you wouldn't even oh, believe, I believe it. it. Right, you Do you not want to play Thousand Year Door? It sounds like you're procrastinating on it. No, I do want to play it. It's just I, I, I just beat Paper Mario. Like, so I, mm -hmm. I wanted, I wanted a little, I wanted a little more time before I jump right in 
right into it. And actually, I'm probably going to want a couple of power palette cleansers before uh, palette town cleansers for the Pokemon heads mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, before the before the Origami King comes out. But yeah, no, I think uh, no, I love I love Paper Mario. But you know when you have like a a, a wonderful like a ch- like a chocolate souffle, mm-hmm. and then someone's like, you know, I made a I made a different kind of chocolate souffle. It's like the last one, but like better graphics. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, that sounds so good. But I just ate this chocolate souffle. Um, I need to be I need to be responsible and 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 hold off and then and then I'll eat your chocolate your next chocolate souffle with better polygons and you know you gotta have a strawberry souffle right in between them and uh, yeah nothing says strawberry souffle like uh, ninjas <laughs> mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh huh well gang what do you say we get into the uh, get into the news mm-hmm. now um. If I haven't mentioned before, I'll mention it now. We're, the top 10 today is top 10 open world games. So it is uh, op- uh, open worlds that we love to explore. Specifically, I kind of caveated like open worlds we love to explore. Not necessarily, uh, you know, like the top 10 are, you know, open worlds of all time, but the ones we really like uh, fucking around in. Did you guys, when you guys made your lists, did you guys, uh, you know, how did you go about doing it? Um, I think I really thought about the definition of an open world and exploration. And like, I, I thought about like, how, how limited am I and kind of categorized it like that, like, okay, this world is open and vast, but I'm limited in this way or that way. And uh, so I kind of picked, I ordered it by like what made me feel kind of the most free, truly free, uh, what was like the most liberating experience. And then. I love yeah. that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCuller, what, what what was your process? What were your, what were your thoughts? I was similar in that I thought a lot about um what games gave me the right level of freedom like i uh spoiler i guess i put a grand theft auto on my list but it was almost like this is technically a great open world but i don't really like being in this world it's almost too free i Mm. need a little more restriction and so Uh it was like uh it was like how much chocolate sauce are we putting on the sunday you don't want to overwhelm i could have too much freedom in these and so it was very much about like what makes me feel most what's alive a, what's what a makes sunday? me feel like these are a world i want to exist in a, an ice cream sundae what's that do you mean is it like a type of it's, uh, where you <laughs> no it's like where you uh you whisk a bunch of eggs together and add chocolate and bake it and it rises in the oven sounds like a souffle I don't know. that sounds like a souffle no 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 i've always called it a sunday hmm. <laughs> okay huh, huh. yeah huh. No, no, no. That makes sense because there's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday souffle. That's how I know it. That's how I learned it. <laughs> that's how. That's <laughs> how I know it. Uh, cool. Okay, great. So, uh, let's get into the news. First of all, um, in 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 light of the uh, recent protests that have been going on in the Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like a lot of uh, video game companies have been. 
de- delaying things and or coming right out and just donating uh, money to the cause, which I think is you know the absolute least these companies could do. But uh, it's still, I guess, noteworthy nonetheless. Have you guys noticed any of that? happening like square enix i know donated a bunch and then matched all their employees donations and stuff uh i know 2k even like changed like all the like online billboards and shit uh says like black yeah like all the like in the like neighborhood where you can walk around with your character uh made a public statement and shit but yeah i've been noticing uh been noticing quite a bit of that actually yeah, I think that that's uh, I think that that's a really cool thing. It's it's really uh, encouraging when you see your hobbies, kind of standing on the right side of history. You know, standing in solidarity with sort of like what's going on. Um, yeah, I, I you know I'm, like I'm all for that. Part of me that's like, man, I'm glad that it's becoming like trendy to be anti-racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I'm, yes. I'm like it's like wild that it's taken. You know. A long fucking time but like with social media and with visibility and shit i'm like oh it's becoming cool to like be against this shit like tight if that's what if that's the push that mm-hmm. was needed great i'm all for it so yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know i guess it's it, it, that it, i think that's great i i'm i guess the the go, the the real work will be in keeping it trendy right like sure. <laughs> like not letting that not letting that ball drop where it's like okay now on to the next thing right it's like yeah, it's easy to hop that's, on that's the, gonna feel really shitty yeah it's yeah. easy to hop on now when you know shit's right in front of your face you just hope that uh yeah, yeah people are committed to undoing the fucked up uh legacy of racism in america it takes a it takes a long time to undo that type of shit but you know yeah you gotta make sure. steps and it's like yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like it's like will video games a comedy show be saying fuck the police in a month from now <laughs> well as you know, you know i have always <laughs> and always will so as long as you got old mikey on the show uh absolutely <laughs> yes um so that's that is encouraging i mean it is it is it is it is nice to see that happening out there i i, I and i don't know why i didn't expect to see it but mainly just because I feel like big corporations are cowards and I don't like them or agree with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> even though they make even though they make my favorite things sometimes, I think that they're bullshit. But it was like it was well, like it's it's cause we haven't seen them do it before. Yeah. Like this is the first time where it's like, I don't know, the the conversation reached critical mass that like you couldn't do a PlayStation 5 reveal event and not make it all about how much the police suck like Mm -hmm. it 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 snowballed to a point today where like today this week where uh you couldn't ignore it anymore like i i I too am not a huge fan of general corporations but it just feels like they i would have guessed they would have liked to ignore it they would have liked to continue on their marketing plan but it it got to the point where you can't ignore it anymore and i think yeah i mean the the like the tricky area is like okay is this still just like uh essentially like a business move to endorse these movements Mm -hmm. is this still just like oh well this will be you know this will be uh like a smart capitalist move but i'm kind of like fuck it i'll take it because 
if if the if it yeah, truly yeah. like <laughs> if it truly does incite like real change and eventually like undermine capitalism altogether like sorry you guys got tricked into contributing to that shit and that's a, <laughs> yeah. you know so like uh I, I yeah i couldn't fucking care i always less, talk about this but, like yeah, yeah. right I always call it the Batman Begins situation where it's like, it doesn't matter who we are underneath, but what we do that defines us. I don't care if Square Enix is shifting advertising dollars away from billboards and putting it towards Black Lives Matter. It's like, you still are putting money towards Black Lives Matter, and that's cool. Even if that's part of your marketing plan, great. I would rather have that than uh, whatever you were doing before. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and it's and it is cool to see companies, especially in the video games world, doing stuff like that because I don't know if you guys have ever played a video game online oh, before. Oh, <laughs> but video games does not seem like the um the medium that has I, I think video games might have the farthest to go as far as a medium uh needing to get its act together in terms of racism. For sure. Um mm. At least the at least the people who are fans of it, I think like you know we're evolving, and as games come slowly towards like uh, more reality and like storytelling gets better, you know it's like we I kind of feel like we're in the if we were to compare it to like the where we are in film, we'd be about at like the seventies, <laughs> right? Yeah, like that's that's about where I mean, we're anything at. Anything <laughs> that like allows yeah. people to essentially be anonymous, like petty cowards uh this shit's gonna be rampant and video games are no exception to that where people can essentially be invisible and you know you know even if they don't like actually personally believe you know some racist shit they're saying to antagonize a player it still just perpetuates the same shit and it's you know a cesspool a breeding ground if you will uh, for that type of behavior, sadly, I've experienced so so much of it, y'all. It's uh, it's the worst. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, I I can I can only imagine. So, if you are following any of these companies on Twitter, um, I'm not sure if all of them are doing this. I know that a handful are, but they are encouraging people to donate. The show is encouraging people to donate. If you listen to the pre-roll before the show, you will have some options there and some information on where to go and kind of like what to do. If you don't know what to do in, uh, in regards to the black lives that are matter movement and, uh, the protests and whatnot. Um, and on that note, Kate Pl- Blanchett <laughs> officially <laughs> joins the Borderlands movie. What? Whoa. I didn't know there was going to yeah. be a Borderlands movie at all. This is news to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, can I be honest? Nor did I. What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Who, who yeah, needs I, that movie? I, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> that know. For? That dude with the mask who's always pointing at his head with his finger guns that dude like yes. he's an icon <sighs> yes clap trap needs story. this movie clap do it for clap trap <laughs> uh i've never played a borderlands game i know nothing about them i just know that kate blanchett is uh i think she was wavering on whether or not she was going to do it for a while and now she's in she's fully in something about what's been going on recently made her go yes borderlands <laughs> something about i mean um, probably offered her so much money given yeah. the industry that it's mm-hmm. coming from 
that's so fucking weird to me though there's there's yeah. not there's not enough substance to begin with to even <laughs> for those video games to exist i have played <laughs> the borderlands games and they are you know uh they're fun uh did you stevens did you ever play uh tales from the borderlands is that like the point and click adventure that was the, yeah it was the uh the telltale no, one. i didn't i didn't uh because i've heard from a ton of people and by a ton of people i mean podcasts that i've heard before um <laughs> that it actually rules huh that it's like the best telltale story that they've ever pulled off I don't know you. You improv heads out there, uh, Jeremy and Steven. Mm-hmm. You tell me what you think about this. I could almost see like you're right. There is n- very little depth to um, some. I, I, having never played Borderlands, I assume there is little depth to it. What do you think about it? Like as an improv suggestion, like here's the world, and then go tell a story in this world. Wow. First of all, I That's just cool. want to say I'm honored to be included in an improv. <laughs> Uh, group. I haven't been included in one in a while, and uh, that makes me feel it's, nice. Thank you for including me in that. Stevens and Schmidt, the improv group. We do have a Stevens and Schmidt, team, the actually. famous. Yeah, uh, yeah. TJ and Dave move over. Yeah. As, uh, is, is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a suggestion, TV, TJ and Dave. Uh, quit improv. Road, you know, it's a, we got. Yeah, we got it. Yeah. Get to scramble it. I I love I I kind of well. Are you are you asking like is Telltale? Can you actually rephrase the question again? I I, I, uh, yeah, I was so I, dazzled by the first part. I I I just wonder like can we use uh, video games that don't have a ton of story as like a jumping off point to tell a story in a world? Oh, good good call, Stevens. I'll let you take sure. this. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I think I think absolutely. Uh, I I just don't think I like. Not to, I mean, fuck, fuck Borderlands. What do I care? I don't give a fuck about their feelings. I don't know why I'm being pussy pudding. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's in a damn Borderlands just crumbled I, your resume. I just, like, <laughs> I just don't think it's like a a uh, 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 incredibly imanag- imaginative world to begin with. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not mm. a world. It's yeah. like mm. it's a mishmash of shit that already exists that somebody was imagining. You know, it's like a Mad Max mixed with a blah, blah, blah. It's like shit we have already seen uh, and then Uh uh, Mm. add loot shooter. So um, I get, I get your question, but I kind of think like the, the root or, you know, yeah, the, the borderlands ain't ain't it. it. It, It's just like, (laughs) I I don't, I don't see how it differs that much from your Mad Maxes or, you know what I mean? Like, um, right Dune and shit like mm-hmm. that or you know uh any kind of like yeah post-apocalyptic wild wild west in the desert shit it's like yeah we've seen that yeah. shit you know uh they they eventually like go into space and like there's this oh, all this shit but it's just like it's i don't know it just feels played the fuck out all of it that it didn't, didn't feel sure. it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel fresh to me and i'm kind of shocked that it's still such a thriving franchise to be perfectly honest yeah uh, i oh, borderlands 3 is like huge right oh i thought it was i thought it just did okay 
I feel like I was just hearing <laughs> this is the danger of like consuming news only through headlines. Mm. I, like I thought I heard somebody just talking about it on a podcast that like Borderlands three is like one of the best selling games of last wow. year and it's still doing huge numbers. Oh, wow. That could also just be, yeah. you know, like uh, I can be very insulated in, you know, I, I'm not exposed to any. I don't know anyone who plays it. So, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, don't, I don't have right. any. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's getting like talked about, even in the way that like Call of Duty is. Still. Right. Like Call of Duty is doing new weird st- things right. all the time, and it's kind of weird and interesting to follow yeah. them. But yeah, Borderlands is like we got more Borderlands for you, and people are like, yes, yeah, that's so. <laughs> I'm like, I, I actively boycott those games. Yeah. I remember you talking about um, that, Smith. Yeah, until somebody can prove that the guy who runs that company isn't a pedophile, uh, I, I boycott Borderlands. Like, <laughs> they apparently found like a, a thumb drive full of child pornography that Randy Pitchford left out of oh, medieval man. times. Borderlands is the and, feds, man. And, Fuck Borderlands. <laughs> <laughs> he also, um, uh, when I worked at GameStop and Duke Nukem Forever was coming out, it was Gearbox that like bought the rights and like got that game out. And Randy Pitchford, uh, when you worked at GameStop, they played this like GameStop TV video on a loop. And so I heard him a thousand times giving the same quote about like, you know, when I was coming up in video games, we were working on Duke Nukem. And it's just like, you got to have the Duke, man. You got to have the Duke out there. And I was like, fuck you, Randy Pitchford. No, you don't. Duke Nukem needs to be left in the dustbins of history. Yeah, Duke Nukem's trash, but yeah, I'll go back and play that old one sometimes. You know what I mean? Duke Nukem 3D. Oh, sure. We all love playing Duke Nukem. <laughs> sure, we all agree it's amazing, but uh, <laughs> no. No, uh, I, I never played a Duke Nukem game and never got it. And now, especially like looking back on it now, it's just like, ick. That whole character is uh-huh. ick. Unless he becomes self-aware in a way that like I, I've never seen like some uh, you, you would have to have of like a team of like incredible writers to fix yeah. duke fucking nukem like <laughs> it would have to be yeah. done very yeah. gracefully what if the duke nukem movie he's played by kate blanchett i'm on board now <laughs> that sounds yeah, really right, cool I'll, to me actually watch it. that does sound cool <laughs> i would be into yeah. that yeah I, I i like that McCaller, you should work in in uh, in production. Oh, I sent in my resume. Yeah, send your send your resume over to casting. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing I have on the news here is that the uh, I sent this to the group uh, uh, message thread, uh, knowing full well none of you none of you fellas are gonna be interested in this at all. But it's the Game Gear Micro got announced. Sega's Game Gear Micro. A uh, a mini handheld, our first mini handheld, uh, uh, retro game that is like I mean the thing is so small it looks like a joke. It looks like a memory <laughs> card. That's how big it is. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Huh? <laughs> I'm basically asking my friends to tell to disappoint me and tell me that they do not like this thing and don't yeah, care. It's very, it's shockingly um, stupid. How much are they? <laughs> it was like they're fifty bucks. Fuck no. Well, it wouldn't be so bad. Here's the thing. I would buy it if it were 20 games on this tiny little thing for 50 bucks. That's like a cool thing. Like, I liked Game Gear growing up. Yeah, I never had tchotchke. one. But like, your friends had it, you know? And yeah. it was, like, cool to watch them, like, full color on the go. Wow. 
the way I understand it, there are four different colors, mm. and each one only has four games. Yeah, you got to collect them all. Then you have 16 that's, games. That's the dumbest fucking <laughs> An shit. An all-timer. <laughs> numskull idea. What numskull thought oh that was the God. move? Well, then you got to hack it, you see, and then you can play like Dreamcast games on that thing. <laughs> then I'm all about it. That sounds very cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, I'll be honest. Anytime a mini gets announced, I immediately look for the pre-order button. Like that is sure. that is my go-to because I at this point I'm fully just like collecting minis. I just like them. I just think that they're cool on the shelf. This is one where I even I was like, I cannot abide this. I don't <laughs> understand this, and I don't want this. I don't want to be near it. It doesn't look good. Like I switch to on my Nintendo Switch. Like I will probably never buy a cartridge again. Right. I've bought breath of the wild two times now like i bought it when it first came out uh physical and then just because i want it forever on my switch i bought it digital mm-hmm. just so it can sit there mm. and reside yeah like the idea that you would put out a portable system where you need multiple pieces <laughs> to play <laughs> even those shitty little that's, games that's <laughs> like, so crazy. it's it's the kind of thing like i can't imagine how it happened yeah yeah it's so stupid. They should, if they even if they, if they made it actual Game Gear size, it still would be stupid. It'd be like <laughs> I wouldn't want that, you know. But it's like, but the fact that I just know that you're not gonna be able to, you're not gonna be able to push those two tiny buttons like independent <laughs> of each other, you know. I remember that argument coming out when like the um, the SNES Mini was happening. They were like, "There's only 20 games on this, but those games are tiny." Just Throw them all on there. Who gives a shit? Right. And it's like, yeah, there's licensing and stuff in it, but like, I get it. But Sega had the rights to all these games, mm-hmm. and they were ready to go. And instead of just Control C, Control Ving them onto one chip right, and exactly. putting it in all of them, yeah, they split them up. Yeah, like right, exactly. If this is a, if this was a Game Gear with 16 games on it, even then it'd be like, I don't know if I want it. It's too freaking small. I don't want to play that small. Like the, the thing comes with, by the way, you have to pay extra for it, but it, it can come with a mirror, like those old Game Boy mirrors where it like blows up the, the screen for you. Yeah. No. Did you guys have those, you guys have those growing up? Uh, I did you have one like, of those growing like up, which is magnifier cool. screen. Little dad, yeah, yeah. magnifier, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Here's um, what you do, yes, you get, you yeah. buy, <laughs> you get all, you get all of them, buy them all, <laughs> uh, you take them all, you throw them in the trash, and you turn your switch on, <laughs> <laughs> and you get your money back. Uh, Dude, you know what I would have liked better than this is if they announced for Switch. Like how they have the Sega Genesis collection, a Game Gear mm-hmm. collection. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Just turn the Switch into a video game museum. Yeah. Just it basically pop it is all on that. There. It basically yeah. is that now. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep going great. with that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Keep doing that. I want a Never Sega stop. Saturn collection. I want a, uh, I want a Dreamcast collection. And I want a, uh, a Game Gear collection. And each one can only have like, you know, like 20 games or whatever. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I'll never think about those old systems again. <laughs> but you'll sleep easy knowing you have access to them at any time. I know. It's it's like every other day the Switch is coming out with, it's always like $40 and it's like a collection of like retro games like <laughs> you've never heard of before. And it's like, okay, like that's great. But where are my, uh, where's my, where's my games I played as a kid, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. 
Anyways, I think that's going to do it for the news, boys. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to go through the top 10 open world games, uh, open world games that you love to explore, as voted on by the members of this show. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Video Games and Comedy Show. I am your host, Jeremy Schmidt, and and, uh, we are celebrating our road to 100. That is, of course, top 10 lists, 10 in a row until we hit episode 100 of this show. Uh, And today, episode 96, we are celebrating the top 10 open world games we love to explore yes uh, i talked a little bit before the uh break about what what our process was kind of coming up with our list for the for the two members that i have with me uh here today who knows like what michael hearn how he did his list uh, i'll tell you that july diaz didn't even do a list he just sent me a picture <laughs> that says bubsy bus one he, he did he did a reply all so i think we all got to see that uh you mm-hmm. all got to see his Photoshop <laughs> <Yes>. skills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm stupidly, I think July would probably be delighted to hear this. So I'll <laughs> say it stupidly. I, I looked at the picture for so long thinking there was clues in the picture for his top 10. <laughs> and it was just a joke about Bubsy. That was it. <laughs> uh, but the rest of us uh, played by the rules. We all got in our lists and I got to say, I'm really excited to get to these and I think I'm going to do honorable mentions at the end just because I don't want to give away anything that's not going to be on the okay. list. So I, Ooh, I want sure. to hear everyone's disappointment in real time when they realize by like number three that their game that's that they fair. love is not going to be on it. Um, but yeah, so I guess uh, a little precursor to this, what makes a good open world game? We kind of talked about it earlier, but I think I, I, mean, I totally agree with you guys. It, it is about... Uh, it, it, it is a world that we want to explore. It's it's a world that makes us feel free, makes us feel like, um, uh, what, were we, what were we saying? Like kind of like anything is possible kind of a thing or, um, or you feel like you're like you have autonomy a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. I, I also, I didn't really talk about it before, but I always feel like there needs to be like a good reward for exploring. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of open <laughs> worlds where you can just explore and it's like, cool. But what was yeah, mean to me? I also Absolutely. I think uh, there's there's worlds that are uh, just big, if you will, uh, uh-huh. or just like yeah. like feels just like a fucking vacuum of space, and there's just so right. much dead like nothing space, and then there's others where it just feels like every single inch of it is was well thought out and intentional, and uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one for me too. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's um that is something that we take for granted too. And it's a, it's sort of like if you're not a, a video game person, like if you're not a person who plays a lot of video games, you might not even know like in your in your brain the difference between a good open world and a bad open world but you can tell it in your heart you know Mm -hmm. what i mean where you're like Mm -hmm. why you're like why isn't this Mm -hmm. fun and nine times out of ten it's because 
it's too there's nothing going yeah. on there's nothing to do you've, <laughs> like, you've just been yeah. walking in a direction for five minutes that's why <laughs> yeah. Not yes fun. yeah uh totally well let's get to it uh number 10 <laughs> you like that delay mm-hmm. can you even believe it Oh, I can't. Number 10 on the top 10 open worlds that we love to explore is a game I would almost not even consider an open world game at all. Super Mario 64. Yeah. As voted on by the fans, (laughs) Michael McCaller, you are one person who definitely voted for Super Mario 64. Boy, did I. Uh, I think this counts because of the... The fluidity of it, up. like the fluid nature. Okay, but Mikey, I can tell. Like, trust me, this is this as fucked up as it gets. Okay, this is this fucked up as it gets. I feel like number ten is a good spot for a, a game like this that both belongs and doesn't belong. Sure. Uh, I voted this game super high. It's like my number four. I love this game. It was the first time I experienced freedom in a video game. It's the first time that I was exploring a world that felt like a world. That's I, that's why I think it counts is because yeah. is because when it's like lights up, it's time to play the game and it's like no direction. It's like yeah. go and do whatever you can and whatever you want. There's like it is level based. Sure. But it doesn't it doesn't like uh, it feels open to me. Yeah, very much so. Even more so than like later Mario games would. Oh, for uh, sure. I, I feel like this overworld, having a Peach's castle to just bop around and explore and find little secrets in, the feelings I got playing Mario 64 for the first time were the same feelings I I got playing any other open world game of finding and exploring and learning about the world as I went. Yeah. It's, it's one of the reasons why... Um... I, I didn't understand what a sandbox... I, I understood what an open world game was more when you explained it like a sandbox than when you explained mm. it as an open world. Because to me, lots of games were open world before sandbox games, you know? Like mm. like Final Fantasies were open world. You can go anywhere at any point in the game. You know what I mean? Like, you could just walk to a different town if you wanted. But mm-hmm. um, but this game was, it was, was a lot like that. And I think that's why I counted it, it you know, because I also voted for this because it also was a world I wanted to explore. And I would even count just Peach's Castle as, like, an open world yeah. game. You know? Uh, uh, Mikey Stevens, have you ever played Mario 64? <laughs> you guys done jacking this uh, game stick off? Or... <laughs> <laughs> or all right, what all right. We, what are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Fun, all right. Good, you know what? game, but open world game? <laughs> Exploration? <laughs> no, no. Okay. I do not all right, stand all by right. this, but you know, you guys have fun. You guys McCuller, have your we fun. got, we got our, yeah. we got, we got our jollies. Okay, yeah, we got our licks in. Yeah, we got our licks in. All right, it's why don't we get, why don't we get on with, I guess, the the real list. Nine. <laughs> Shout it out when you when you know what it is. <laughs> Had you ever considered that all this is your fault? Your presence oh. creates these animals. That should be a dead giveaway. Uh oh. Is it the Witcher? Nope. Nah. Whose presence creates uh, villains? 
It's Batman Arkham City. Okay, okay. And uh, this is actually a tie with uh, another amazing open world game, Horizon Zero Dawn. So number nine, Batman Arkham City and Horizon Zero Dawn. Now, Mikey Stevens, I know you definitely voted for at least one of these, right? Literally a two-way tie between these two games, actually. Oh, did you yeah. really? I'm pretty sure. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, fuck yeah. Let me, go, let me go back to the... Uh... Nice yeah, it's your number 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, I was really excited that a, a lot of people voted for Arkham City specifically because it is my favorite. Now, McCaller, I know you voted for Arkham, uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah. And it sounds like that didn't make the list. I mean, I mean, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But... <sighs> Arkham Knight... Yeah. I think is better, and I don't think that's the critical consensus, and I don't quite understand it. Yeah. I would love to hear why. I don't. Okay, I don't so know. Stevens, why do you think why do you think Arkham City over Arkham Knight? I didn't put. I don't think I played Arkham Knight, so I don't think that's. Oh. Uh, maybe I did. That's I'm not why. sure. Is, did you? It was the one with the uh, Batmobile. Oh, I did play that one. Mm-hmm. Um, is that? Did you mean to vote for that one? No, 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 no. Wait, which one are we talking about right now? What are you? <laughs> what, are, what are you talking as- about, McCaller? I'm talking about. Uh, I liked Batman Arkham Knight, which was the third Batman Arkham game, and then it sounds like Batman Arkham City, the second Arkham game, the first one to be pretty open worldy, made the list, and I don't get it. <laughs> Although I, I, I simultaneously I don't get it, and I know that seems to be everybody's opinion. Gotcha. That's like the the I consensus. Think, I think um, I think the I thought kind of like the gadgety stuff in Arkham. Like I didn't feel. I guess I didn't feel as like vulnerable. Let me say in that one, hmm. the one with hmm. the car. Like I felt like. I had all this shit at my disposal, whereas um, Arkham City, you kind of feel like you feel like the Dark Knight kind of mobbing around like you don't feel you kind of just feel like a one man army a little bit more. I think that would be my my major thing. For me, it's all about the rogues like Arkham City, I think, just has a better rogues gallery in my opinion. Aren't they all in Arkham Knight, though? No, so like Arkham Knight does a weird a weird thing where like for example Penguin, right? Penguin's such a big deal in Arkham City and he has such a cool, I would say moment. But in in Arkham Knight he's kind of uh he's like a Nightwing mission, I think. He's kind of like sure. shoved to the side. And like uh and like uh, Ra's al Ghul's not in Arkham Knight. Um Clayface I don't think is in Arkham Knight. There's just like a lot of there's like I, I think like every major villain from his rogues gallery shows up in Arkham City and in an Arkham Knight some of them return and then there's some different ones like I think the pit what is his name Piggy the pig face guy oh yeah <laughs> he's in it which is a great part and then um, Man Bat is in Arkham Knight but like Man Bat's really good Man Bat has a great moment but to me it's it's a uh, it is the moment that they're the analog moment for that in Arkham city is the mad hatter moment. And that to me is like so much cooler. Like I just, Arkham, Arkham city just felt like they almost shot their wheels off. And then Arkham Knight is like, 
but the the thing that Arkham Knight I think does have over City is the Joker stuff. Like Joker's great in all three games, but he's the best by far in Knight. Uh, Arkham Knight is my favorite Joker story. Yeah, like full stop. I think that's like the best exploration of Batman Joker that I've ever seen. And spoiler which is like my... alert: he's dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a, and it, that's what that's what I mean. Like it's such an interesting take, like a way to keep that character involved in the story after he dies. Like. Yeah. I thought it was so smart. I, I love that. I do like that story more, but as you were talking about it, I was like, oh, I should replay Arkham City. I think you cool should. Game. And I also think that uh, one thing it does really well is the thing we were talking about where it's actually not that big of an open world, but it's so dense. Like literally yeah. every building is interactable and there's like a mission or a Riddler thing tied to every part of the city. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Arkham Knight, it feels a little bigger, but a little less to do maybe. Yeah. Um and you can I don't like, know. Tear, Horizon that, Zero that's Dawn like you though. You can turn your the car into like a tank and shit, right? In Arkham. Yeah, you could like shoot 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 things with yeah. the tank, yeah, the know. car tank. I actually like the Batmobile okay. I think it's all right, but people yeah, really like hate it. I like the Batmobile a lot as like another thing to do as like another mm-hmm. gameplay addition to the whole uh all the systems they had previously right. stocked up on. But narratively i've never liked the batmobile i think it's stupid that batman this stealth silent <laughs> urban legend would have a car it's like a fucking <laughs> yeah. hummer it's, yeah. like, it's just loud as shit right. yeah yeah i saw a very funny tweet the other day from one of my friends is uh is pre- he's he's started a twitter account as alfred <laughs> very funny from from <laughs> the batman universe and one of his tweets was just like i know i've been telling him he should use the bat plane in every mission too <laughs> like yeah. just the idea that he has a plane but doesn't ever. use it hardly ever yeah. <laughs> um that's great okay so we got let's talk about horizon zero done real quick before we move on sure. um I, I i love this game it's uh it's it's like one of my favorite ps4 memories mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's lower on the list. Probably. Why do we think it's like this low on the list? I guess I put it lower and in the same kind of category as like both of those games kind of are on the rails to me at times. Uh There's just Mm -hmm. moments where definitely in horizon zero dawn and somewhat in Batman as well. You have a little bit more freedom, but even in Batman, sometimes it's like, you just can't, um, what's it called grappling hook up to somewhere or something like you just can't or you know what i mean there's like points mm-hmm. there's like specific points and you kind of have to like follow that system uh horizon zero dawn similarly like they would have moments where it was like you know like parkour free running but it was totally right. like you're following this course it wasn't like it's not like you're actually doing it if that makes sense it would be like do you remember mm-hmm. that at all, Jeremy? Where it would be like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, like for sure. I, I, I definitely agree. Laid out for you to yes. like very specifically, and it's kind of like you just hold your analog stick in that direction and you do it. And I found that yeah. kind of like that's where I kind of felt like, oh, this is at at times was like, oh, this isn't as it lacks the freedom that we we're talking about, I guess, for me. Totally, and it also it came out around the same time as another game that might show up on this list where Mm -hmm. that game has a lot more freedom in terms Mm -hmm. of what you can do. Like they really does feel like a last gen game compared to 
the game you're talking are we yes. keeping it secret <laughs> no we're talking about breath of the, we're talking about breath of the wild but like in breath, breath of the, of the wild, wild yeah, yeah you can climb on like every yeah. mountain and do anything right, you right. want whereas horizon zero dawn it's like you're right like it's like yellow yellow means you can climb it the other uh if it's not yellow you'll clip through right. it <laughs> like fall <laughs> fall through the mountain right. uh but a, a great game nonetheless. And I, I think Horizon Zero Dawn and Batman Arkham City also share this where they have a great story. Like both of them are great mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. games. Um, not always what you're actually, looking for, though. In a... I actually just got Horizon Zero Dawn in the mail. It's sitting oh, unopened dude, on my shelf. You're going to have a blast. It's a good one. Uh, you're gonna, it's a good one. Let us know. Yeah, keep us posted on what, you, what you're thinking of that. I will. All right. Well, what do you guys say we move on to uh, number eight? Yippee! There'll be no wedding bells for today. I wonder which one this is. This would be Fallout. New Vegas. It's New Vegas. Any anyone uh, shocked to see New Vegas on the list? No, not at all. Yeah, that's again becoming like it seems like that's the consensus best fallout. Yeah, I have not played this game. Has anyone here played yep. it? I played. Okay. Uh, yeah. I played them all, all of the newer ones, I guess. So three, New Vegas, and four. Okay. What? And do you think so too? Do you think New Vegas is the one? Um, I actually really, really liked the story the most in three. Um, but I, the level of like that that one also kind of you were the story was like kind of laid out for you to follow in a way. Like it was kind of like clear, whereas. Um, New Vegas really get, let you, like, New Vegas let you side with people who were slavers if you wanted to. Like, it, <laughs> that level of, you know, not, I, like, you know, that's not necessarily a good thing or whatever, but it's like, that's how much freedom <laughs> you truly had in that particular version of it. Like, your choices could leave you down the righteous path or the absolute fucking worst of the worst. And you could play that game truly however you wanted to, uh, which I think is probably why a lot of people latch onto it. Um, Cause I, I think the story overall is weaker than three, but I think the level of freedom is def- is like unquestionably, like you're totally free to truly kind of play it however you want. Um, is uh isn't Chandler from Friends a voice in this game? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. That's unacceptable. Well, I'm asking Stevens because he's a he's notoriously a huge Friends feed. <laughs> <laughs> he he gobbles yeah. that show up. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell you, my man. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've watched uh, a single full episode of Friends ever in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So many I have to good... watch the pilot before every single pilot writing class I take. So I've seen it like three times over the course of like six years. And I'm always just like, eh, man, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, why are we what teaching this? this? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really glad that it, that Fallout New Vegas is on the list and not Outer Worlds because I played through 
the outer worlds and didn't love it. Mm. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So spoiler alert, the outer worlds is not on this list. Stevens, do you like outer worlds better than new no, Vegas? Definitely not. I had a, I had a really fun okay. time with outer worlds though. Um, it's definitely like yeah, a game I, I would I just, revisit and still have fun playing. Yeah. Did not, did not grab me. And I played it all the way through. <laughs> Uh, which was well, you know, something you, know, you could I mean, yeah i mean yeah i think that is more about how broken i am <laughs> than I, about you know how... i like i kind of agree with you but like in the same breath of what we were just talking about about rpgs and how many you'll start and not finish at all it's something to be said about a game that you even if you're kind of miserable doing it you still see through to the end uh, you're still seeing it through mm-hmm. Well, what do you guys say we hop on to uh, number seven? Shout it out when you know it. Epic. Anything? Anything? I have no idea what this could possibly be. <laughs> Uh, this is The Witcher 3. Oh, nice. <laughs> that, the, but it's, it, it is a song from the show. Oh, so. okay. Okay. <laughs> from the Netflix Witcher show. I thought that'd be more fun <laughs> to play that. <laughs> I think you were right. <laughs> yeah, it sounded cool. I did like yeah. the sound of it. Um, <laughs> so, right. So The Witcher 3 is uh, number seven on our list. Mm-hmm. It is a big old game Ooh. with a lot of Holy stuff in moly. it. Guys, I've never played it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw oh, this yeah. out here. I've owned it for three years now, I think, and I've never, I never turned it on. I'm waiting for the right moment, and it feels like there's never yeah, a right damn, moment. Damn, I think uh, quarantine is the right moment, my man. You, you're, you're, yeah, you're yeah, it. it might be. Yeah, <laughs> I might be blowing it right now. Uh, this is, this is my time, and I'm totally blowing well, it. I mean, just I say at this point, just wait for Cyberpunk. Don't fuck The Witcher Three. Just, just wait for the, the next uh, thing they do. Uh, I love okay. this game. I, I haven't. So I thought it was great. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Th- oh, you do. You, okay. Did you play it all oh, the way yeah. through? I played all the way through, and like the fur, like there's several DLCs, and I think I played through one of them, and then was like hmm. had had it. I was just like, okay, I. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when like there's like a crafting yeah. system and like all this shit. And I was just like oh. so deep into that game. And I was like, I've, I've done it. I, I beat it. I beat the, some DLC. I'm started like, yeah, the second DLC and was like, I'm good. Uh, but guys, I'm, I'm really excited for the crafting trend to end. I don't want to craft anymore at all. Yeah. I don't need that choice anymore. What about, <sighs> yeah, uh, I just don't want to cooking in Zelda. That's good. <laughs> yeah, if there's a cute little animation and jingle when I craft, yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm on board. But like Animal Crossing and like this Bloodstained game I just played had crafting in it. Like every well, like, game has crafting, and I'm like, Ugh. I was just playing uh, The Last of Us, which is a game I don't much care for. Mm-hmm. But like the only reward was like crafting materials, and I was like, no, just like every once in a while, I want to find that one super rare thing that I love and can cherish. Yeah. 
crafting materials are not fun. Mm -hmm. Well, The Witcher, I'm sure, has more, more than crafting. Than no, but does it? I'm, it's deep. It's yeah, huge. It's dense. I think that's yeah, maybe the to also what we were talking about earlier. It's big. It's so big, and at times that's was not fun playing that game. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Witcher 3 is the closest I've come to like really falling in love with a truly massive open world like yeah. that. Uh, Cause I've started and stopped the Witcher 3 like uh -huh. three times. Oh wow. Out. Yeah. I've owned it for a while now and I keep restarting it and I love it. It's like, I'm generally not big into like fantasy worlds oh, like man. that, but there's something about like the way they introduce those characters that I'm like always super into and I'm excited to go fight monsters yeah. and then I just fall off. It's like trying to watch the wire. It just, it's hard <laughs> to like yeah. fall into. It's a big undertaking yeah. for sure. Um, but now Stevens, you said it here in your email that um it made you too horny. <laughs> it was too heavy handed yeah. on the sex stuff. Yeah, I uh, you said it was unneeded because despite it that shortcoming, <laughs> it did make you too horny and you couldn't play it anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I was coming too many times and it just eventually <laughs> yeah. I was I came yeah. dust and I was like, I can't keep yes, coming. You were all dried up. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was yeah. definitely the what I hated the most about that game was like all the stupid sex scenes and how You didn't like the bath. It's just so stupid. Mm -hmm. But um Yeah. Uh very like very very meticulous detail in this game it uh like as far as grimy gloomy medieval worlds this one did it the best it just feels gross it feels like medieval it feels like you know what i mean like peasants are throwing shit mm -hmm. on the sidewalk and shit like that like uh it really <laughs> feels like that place and um uh yeah it's very the immersion is high in it i'll say but uh yeah that sounds it sounds like again again i'm just waiting for the right time and i think it's like having a kid you know if you're always waiting for the right time that time will never happen mm -hmm. right. and then you'll be like moby 50 years old and realizing you're never going to be a father oh that's sad I just listened to a podcast where Moby talked about how sad he was that he wasn't a father. I mean, he, even though he's 50, he could be, be a father. Isn't he like a big yeah. piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I hurt my stomach. Oh, I laughed too I'm ready hard. to believe it. I can't. I'm ready I've, to believe it. Yeah, that. no, Moby is a big piece Something of shit. You're right. Like, isn't there a Natalie that's Portman right. thing? Yeah. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. yeah. He sucks. He's You're the right. feds, bro. I'm glad he's not a father. Yeah. Remember when, like, in the 90s, like, every movie trailer had a Moby song playing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I wish this was a Moby podcast, but it's not. <laughs> it is a video games podcast, so we do have to move on to... Uh, what number are we on? Number six? Six? Six. Is it six? Maybe six. All right, let's just say five. it's six. Six. Let me check that real quick. Oh, it is six. Okay, cool. Yell it out when you know it. So familiar. <laughs> it started out sounding very Tetris. -y. I know one of you guys is going to get this. I'm not going to get it. 
Oh, is come this Metal on. Gear? Yes, oh, Metal Gear Solid it's five. five. Yeah. This is the uh, the credit roll over this song. I didn't put, I didn't have this on my list. You didn't oh, have no, this did on you play list? it? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get super deep into this one though. Oh man, I you know what I I've only played the first half of this game. You know how it has like a part one and part two. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I I played through all of part one, and I've been waiting to play part two. Like it's a season of a TV show or something. <laughs> and uh, I absolutely fucking love part one. It was it's so, so it's so fun. Uh, one I, Jacques is a big proponent of this yeah. game, although he didn't vote for some reason. Um, but that's just how I bet that's how much people like this game though. Like a, it got enough votes to end yeah, up as number six on the list. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's right. I think I had it at five. Yeah. So it's like, that's right in my area. Yeah. This game is so great. Uh, if you would have told me there'd be a metal gear game where the story would disappoint me, but I'd love the gameplay. <laughs> I'd slap your mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I, I don't know if the story is bad actually. Is it? It's bad. I didn't. I didn't it's, hate what I was. What I saw of it when I. Everyone hates that skull guy. That bad guy. I, mm, I would say it, it's a very simple story compared to like w- like what's fun about Metal Gear. It's like it's a fine revenge story. Like I don't mind that being a, like a simple narrative drive for your character to get revenge on somebody. But that's not what I want from Metal Gear. I want weirdo fucking uh, vampire soldiers. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I want it to be as weird as possible. Yeah. It's also, um, I don't want to ruin part two for you. Yeah. It's, it's clearly unfinished. Oh, okay. It's clear that Kojima wanted more out of it. Konami pushed it out and then pushed him out. Uh-huh. Well, I, I mean, as far as your weirdo bad guys, you have that uh, flame guy, the whale. God, that... Ugh, that was cool. That was cool, huh? That was so cool. Stevens, you the, remember the, that whale? No, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> the first like 10 minutes of that game is exactly what I wanted the entire game to be, and it never is, which is fine. It's a different game, but like that was the Metal Gear game I wanted. Yeah, I get that. Are you more of a, four, a fan of 4 then? I need to replay 4 because I only played it the one time when it came out. So now you got but, PS, uh, a PlayStation, you got PS Now. You could play it. Is it on PS it's Now? It's on PS Now, yeah. That that game is very much the opposite of five. I hated that gameplay. Yeah. But that story is lovely. Yeah, it's that's like a beautiful yeah. story. Yeah, it's it's like an anime for sure. Uh huh. Yeah, but I I uh, yeah I don't know. There's like there's a lot about five I love. Some things I don't like so much. Like I don't I keep David Hater. What's your problem? Why I don't. Yeah, that sucks. I don't want what's his name from Twenty Four. Oh, Keeper Sutherland. Uh, the president? Yeah, I don't want Kiefer Sutherland as my solid snake. That stinks. Yeah, for sure. That's that's the thing. Like when you're doing uh uh when you're switching from solid Song snake to big me. boss, like I thought they were I thought they were switching the voice actor because Solid Snake was finally gonna appear in this backwards timeline. Mm, oh that would and be And then cool. you'd have David Hayter doing that. And nah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man i remember when metal gear solid 4 came out do you remember how crazy that game was when you turn it on there's like four different uh randomized ways the game can start oh no i don't remember that at all yeah and one of them is a, just an interview with david Hayter at the beginning it's like a super surreal like david lynch <laughs> interview with david Hay- dude metal gear is so wild three so three fun. is metal the gear. best 
Three, I haven't I played I, yet. I think I need to. I, th- that might be a game I play. Three is the best. In between, oh, you should play three. Three is great. Yeah, three. Yeah. I, I think. I think three is the best. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I've played one, two, four, five, not three, and I think one's the best out of those. I played. One's also really good. So, wait so for that I, remake. I'm excited. That'll be the yeah. day. <laughs> oh, dude! If they FF seven remake Fucking that a. game. You kidding me? How do they Ooh. not put put do it. put like Tifa in that? Ooh. Shit. Ooh. Put Tifa in Metal Gear. One one and three, I feel like are standalone, like interesting, lovely little spy stories. And then two and four are building on the world. Like one and three you could jump into, and then two and four are like season two of an anime where it's like, you better be fucking caught <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah I agree with that. It's it's a little much. Like four, <laughs> four especially is like okay, great. Like and at some point they start the snake starts to eat its own tail. Where it's like mm-hmm. okay, now we're getting characters that are thematically similar to earlier characters because of a metaphor. What's happening? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember Metal Gear Four came out the same year as the last Harry Potter book, oh. and I was super disappointed in the last Harry Potter because all of my theories didn't happen. <laughs> and so, as I was playing Metal Gear Four, I was just like, "This is how." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. All right, well, let's uh, let's move on, shall we? Yay. To uh, now, we're on number this five. <laughs> <laughs> Yell it out when you know it. This is this is the most number five, de- middle of the road best open world game. Is this Grand Theft Auto? Yes, but which one? Five? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> metal uh, Metal Gear Auto Five. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five is number five on the list. Hey. That's- we did it That's guys fair. our algorithm worked <laughs> yeah <laughs> um love this game never beat it though but it was on my list I uh, beat it. what do you guys think yeah i beat it you beat mm-hmm. it yeah, it's... yeah it was on your list right stevens yeah. yeah it's on my list too but i literally wrote i, I guess, guess Grand Theft Auto yeah, 5. which meant, means I you hate, hate this it. game yeah <laughs> I, I do hate this game but i acknowledge that it did the thing it wanted to do. Yeah. So Steven I just hate the thing it yeah. wanted to do. You you put on here like uh GTA five, but then you were like Princess also San Andreas, also Vice City. But what so why five? Uh, five is like the tr- the just the culmination of it's just the most polished version of what they've been trying to do for you. You know what I mean? It just is like undisputably the best. You can you can like I like the story in Vice City probably the most. I had the most fun like going through that game probably more so than five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's a, and that's a close tie with San Andreas for me. I loved that story. Um, also, mm-hmm. you know, I like, I grew up on gangster rap and shit like that. So like playing uh, gangster rap, the video game was fucking incredible. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, that's, but like those games are still limited by the the system and the design at that time and gta 5 is just they perfected all of that shit it just it's the best it's the best one un- undoubtedly yeah i mean i i i think that there's something really special about the way that that game handles like switching the characters mm-hmm. between 
It's like Trevor Franklin and Ev- I can never remember the other guy's name. The and Wild Michael? Man. Oh, is it Michael? Yeah, uh, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trevor's the wild. Trevor's man, the wild man. Michael's the the mafioso, and then Franklin. Yeah. And then yeah. when you switch, yeah. and they're like in the middle of doing something. I always love that. I think that's very cool and yeah. fun that they're like living beyond <laughs> what right, you're right. doing. Um. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But then, yeah, like they, the GTA Five executed. I think what games like, um, or <laughs> games just what Saints Row tried to be in in like level of kind of absurdity. Like it felt like GTA Five mm. earned how crazy it got. Like the with you know you. parachuting out of shit and like fucking all that shit like it really earned its way to gta 5 to be that big of a game and that like vast as far as choice choice goes um yeah yeah i think gta 5 is like the last one of these they could possibly make before the world becomes gta 5 yes you know what i mean like it's the last one where satire was still like a legitimate art form. And now it's like, you can't, what good is it going to do you to make fun of the president? <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's like <laughs> the whole thing is a fucking joke. So like GTA five in context kind of does make sense, but it's like the last, I think that's why, you know, their follow up to this, which is red dead redemption two mm-hmm. is so sincere. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because it's like, that's, that's how you do it. Right. Yep. I like, think, and I was gonna you go, say, you go hard the other they way. would have to, and I, they, they won't. You know, I think this is the last one we're gonna get. Um, mm-hmm. But if they did, they would have to try to try to do what they tried to do in four, but better, because that was like an attempt at mm. sincerity. I felt too, and I, don't, I just don't yeah. feel like mm. they landed that plane very well. Um, I beat that game too. No, and in, in New York or Vice, not Vice City. What's it Liberty called? City. Uh, Liberty City doesn't look. I mean, at the time, I think it looked pretty amazing. But if you go back, GTA Four looks kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. In a way that San Andreas and Vice City doesn't, because they still have like the PS2 charm mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. them. Or, but gta 4 lives in this like weird limbo as i think that whole generation console lives in which is like not realistic enough yeah. but not not crappy enough like, to be and retro try, and, but like and trying to prove that it is realistic enough or something i, yeah. I know exactly what right. you're saying um yeah uh well uh mccaller you should give this another shot i think i'm gonna give it another shot at some point too I, I'm okay on Grand Theft <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Love I, that. I bought that game like a week before it came out. I was so I was all excited. Everybody was talking about it. It was buzzing. And it's just like, I, it, actually, Steven's description made me want to play four more mm. because like, I, I don't care for the rock star satire. I feel like it's like really cynical and mean in a way that like doesn't get anywhere. Mm. So the idea uh, four, which I completely skipped, that they are trying to tell a, a sincere story makes me kind of want to give that a go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I like four. Okay. I like the story. I, in four. Honestly, I like that. It's like a rags to riches that you don't actually get very rich. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rags to nice. I still, rags. Liked yeah. it. I, I, I still liked it. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. There was something missing for me in four, but uh, yeah. it's still good. Still a good game. Yeah, and you could, if you could play four, you could hang out with uh, Brucey. Isn't <laughs> that his name? Yeah. Brucey, baby. Yeah, he's real fun. <laughs> um, cool. All right, let's move on to number four. Oh, the Iron Giant. Yep, it's the Iron Giant. It's the <laughs> Sky Sega Genesis Iron. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad you uh, were able to pick this out. Is this is this theme used a lot in the game? I just have played enough hours of this to. Yeah. Uh, this is this is just uh, in the loading menu, I think. Oh, cool. Beginning. Okay. Yeah. So you've maybe heard it a million, a million times. times. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Skyrim, the uh, the follow up to, I guess, what was it before? Uh, Oblivion was that the yeah, game? Yeah, Oblivion, and I think Morrowind before that. Morrowind before that, yeah. Um, I never played one of these games. I ha- I still have it. Oh. I've played a little bit of Skyrim, a tiny bit. And I've watched other people play it a lot, and it looks amazing. But uh, Stevens, would you categorize this as a game that's pretty freeing, pretty open? Oh yeah, big time. Um, it's uh uh how i it's limited but groundbreaking and definitely uh i, I think i put and i don't I, I we could talk about other games right who gives a shit uh yeah you, you wouldn't get red dead redemption 2 you wouldn't probably even get zelda uh without learning from what skyrim did um right and great it's like great story um but also like there's zero pressure to in similar ways that like games like i think to do a good exploration game like you should be able to feel like you can put the quote-unquote main story quest on pause if you will Mm. um Mm. but in skyrim like even if you do that, like the main story quest is affecting the world. So if you kind of don't progress it, like you'll see certain things like will interact with you or certain, you know, like you'll, you'll see certain things play out in the world um, that aren't like, they're not like, uh, like forcing you to deal with them, but they're just like, this is still happening. Uh, you know, right. do whatever you want. You could run around and fucking explore caves and, and do whatever you want. But like, this the world is crumbling around you still or you know um yeah this game is in this game is incredible and then in addition to that it's a very deep deep rpg like deep rpg uh uh, i know you hate crafting but like huge incredibly detailed crafting system um and then the skill trees are like very like your build can kind of be whatever you want. Like it, you benefit from focusing, but like you could be, uh, you know, um, a dude who, uh, uses healing magic in his left hand and a sword in his right. You can, uh, use right. it to, you could be a werewolf you, in yeah, this game. You could be a werewolf. You could be a vampire. You can, uh, that's my dream. Be, I didn't know join that. And that a, is awesome. an assassin's <laughs> guild. You can, you know, and it's like, the way that they do these things is like you, if you murder someone in cold blood, 
somebody will come to mm-hmm. you like if you, then when you fall asleep at an inn somebody will come to you in the night and be like we've been watching you and like get you know give you this invite to like you know what i mean like you if just by like oh, exploring wow. and doing things you like unlock parts of the game and if you play in a certain yeah. way you unlock you know like you you can play skyrim differently every single time you go through the game um mm-hmm. that it's it was incredible i've dumped a lot of a lot of hours into that game it's very very fun so do the do the people in the middle of the night do they come to you and they're like we invite you to become to come into the cold blooded murderers guild yeah, straight up cool yeah and then that joke didn't go very well so how about this one okay. uh what about what about Skyrim job that's good <laughs> whoa <laughs> um okay i'm not hearing a lot of laughter i did get an acknowledgement that it was good objectively but not a lot of laughter by skyrim also, job you knocked my socks off with that <laughs> um okay cool i think i think i'm gonna <sighs> oh shoot sorry guys i gotta run for one second and i'll be right back okay so this is no, the fuck fine up. we're gonna one vamp second. hard what, what what do you say this is the fuck up? i don't know um <laughs> okay stevens no i legit question about skyrim yeah. is it too late to play this game no god no you think you think it in in 2020 when did skyrim you can still out? get into this i think it was 2011 Ooh. All right, pushing no, it. No, that's way too long ago. That's way too they long. They did do like a like a remaster, I want to say. Oh my god, it was 2011. Holy shit. <laughs> the game is almost a decade old. Isn't that crazy? It's I think stands the test of time. Uh I mean, it still looks good. Let me see. Special edition looks like it was the special edition was 2016. So if you okay. so if you like got the most current version, it's gonna look four years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I right. think would still. Um, I think, man, this game that game. Okay, deep. hi. Oh yeah, he's back. He's back. That game's. Sorry, that what game really was it? Fun. What did I miss? Uh, he was uh, Jeremy yeah, was just had... asking if he picked it up right now. Would he still have a good time? And I was, I'm saying yes, absolutely. Yeah. With Skyrim. Yeah. No. Uh, I feel like I played it for like 10 minutes when it first came out. And I was like, this is cool. And I'm scared of it. Yeah. And so I didn't play it anymore. Yeah. I remember, I remember starting it in like the dragon sequence is like kind of the opening sequence, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're like a town, a village is getting burned by a dragon. And I remember thinking like, this is, this is it. This is my new game. Mm-hmm. And then I literally never turned it on again. It's great. It was crazy. It's great. I Sometimes you just, sometimes that just happens. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that happens with okay, so games you're for saying me all the time. Get into this. I you're saying play this game. I think I think at one point in time in your life, yeah, you should sit down with Skyrim and and give it a go. Um, awesome. Might might be a might be a retirement game. I would de- not I would, gonna lie. Might I be. would recommend Skyrim over The Witcher Three too. In oh, that order. okay. Oh yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, Skyrim's better than The Witcher Three for hands down. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. We're almost done, guys. Number three. All right. Tell me if you can get what this is by the song.
<laughs> Anybody, call it out anytime. I'm glad. So this is three. <laughs> this is number three, yeah. It's, uh, I kind of thought you were Spider-Man. asking if it was Spider-Man 3 at first, and I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking, wouldn't that be awesome if number three on our list was Spider-Man yeah, 3, Spider-Man the movie, 3. the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is number three, Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man for the PS4. Um, this is crazy. Okay, I, this is nobody's, I feel like this is no one's favorite game. But we all acknowledge that this was, like, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. And, Stevens, you have it on your list. Mm -hmm. McCullough, you have it on your list. I had it on mine. Um, This is a great filler game, like, to put if you're, for example, like, trying to come up with the top ten open world games. Mm This is this is a great this is a great oh yeah that's an open world sure number eight yeah it should be in there here's the thing I'm it should be in there somewhere go ahead sorry yeah right yeah this is this is my new little uh, brain noodle is this the best okay game of all time <laughs> uh, I think so what 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 uh, had that title before do you think <laughs> uh, Guacamole does jump to mind. <laughs> <laughs> It's just okay. It's the best just okay it's game. It's really, really good, but it's not at that top tier. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's not like um a world bending or game changing or yeah. like yeah, it's not like control or something, mm-hmm. which is like Right. Like I, I would say that like The Last of Us is the worst great game of all time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's really You know funny. what I'm saying? Like there's like there's no problems in Spider Man. Nothing is bad in Spider Man. But it never quite makes that leap. Yeah. To make you yeah. like blown away by it. Uh there's not really any twists or surprises, I'll say. Ah, but Dr. Octopus was a bad guy. That's a twist. I am <laughs> <laughs> uh, so obsessed with the like superhero comic book movies and games and stuff doing things that only makes sense to the audience that have like watched the characters for 50 years <laughs> yeah. and to the characters of the story it's like we're like peter don't fall in love with dr octopus he's going to kill you right. but peter doesn't know he's just his mentor yeah, yeah. um I, yeah my, my, I, I wrote this game. in the email but like i i think this game becomes samey to me yeah. Uh, but you know mm-hmm. when you're about 70 percent into the game you just start repeating the same stuff that you you know once you uh and that that sort of got old to me but it's a very fun yeah you know it's new york bouncing around manhattan is very fun as a as a i mean it's it's like uh it's like this game is kind of like mechanics the game where like (laughs) one mechanic is so good that it makes the rest of the game kind of fun even if it's even if it's is samey like swinging as spider-man so fun never got no. old yeah uh, thinking yeah. about it right now makes me want to re-download it and just swing around yeah me too yeah. yeah same yeah uh it's um shoot what was i gonna say okay they talk about this a lot in the nfl that you see with like young quarterbacks making the first to second year leap like you have your rookie year and you kind of suck no matter how great you're going to end up being. And then you take the big leap in your year too. I think about like Assassin's Creed and mm. even like the Batman Arkham stuff where the first one, it's like, these are pretty good. And then the second one, you're like, oh, holy shit, what can you do? Like 
Spider-Man, I feel like, is trending on that. If they get the second one where they've got these great systems mm-hmm. down and they're just about packing it full of like cool villains and like weird surprises mm-hmm. and little things to do in the environment, like Spider-Man 2 could be yeah. an all-timer. I agree. It could be the Arkham City, so to speak, of its <laughs> right. of its trilogy. But I do think that would have been more apt for this podcast than my NFL quarterbacks. <laughs> no, 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 no. I liked I liked that. Like that's true. It's it, you could almost uh, also you could like compare it to like film directors or something, where like their second yeah. film really says a lot about actually who they are as a director versus their first film. Mm-hmm. I think that. I, I would like them personally, if I had my druthers about Spider-Man, I don't need it to I, I like keep, maybe keep the map the same size. I don't need them to make a bigger map. Like I already thought the map was too big for them to handle and, uh, and make the rogues gallery more important to me. It felt like the game was trying to decide for me, which rogues it thought was important. Mm. And and then, like, like I think I complained about this in the last episode. Someone was bringing up Spider Man. I was, I was, I was thinking, like, it, you know, they they take a couple of villains and double them up towards the end, where you're actually fighting oh, two yeah. at once. I remember and that. I'm like, that kind of dilutes. It kind of dilutes the how powerful you think Rhino is because they have to they have to like Lumping pair him with together. Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's also such like a third movie kind of move. Yeah, like. How much does Rhino mean if he can't even hold his own against Spider-Man one-on-one? And then like when we get to the Sinister Six, shit rules. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, Sinister yeah. Six is awesome. You want to pa- you want to make them all feel like they could be their own games bosses, right. you know? Yeah. Um yeah. But that's, you know, that's that's just me backseat driving over here, you know? I don't work for <laughs> Marvel or Sony. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, you will. I'm just... Uh, unless they're shredding up my resume right now. <laughs> uh, okay. We're almost to the end. Number two. Oh, fuck. Nine. Sorry. <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> Heading out on the old country wow. road. <laughs> yeah, we all know what this is. Hell yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Well deserved. Um, two. We got GTA you, uh, 5 at 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2 at 2. Look at us go. I didn't even notice the 2 at 2. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, look at us. Look at us. That's how good we are at voting, you guys. I, I will say, unfortunately, we have Metal Gear Solid 5 at 6. That, yeah. Where it belongs. Yeah, but isn't it... But if you count... Peace Walker, isn't it the sixth game? That's a great. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. I mean, so first of all, just for my own sake, I would like to keep this a fairly spoiler-free talk if we talk about it because I am not done with this game yet. Um, but uh, I'm on like chapter four, so it's like, you know, that- do you know what just happened? Can we establish a? Because literally, you're the only person I care about. They're, the audience, right? They get spoiled. They're fun. ramping up the Braithwaite's versus the. Oh. Yeah, that's the the point. I'm 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 at with it. I mean, we can't. We also can't. It doesn't super matter to me. But if we nah, if we can't, no, no, no. but it's like I, it. I. But I am planning on turning it on tonight and like finishing some of it anyway. Let's just um, talk about. But, yeah, uh, I, th- this game's pretty. 
Yes, it's it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it totally hits for me all of the open world joy elements, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, you're completely free. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Right from the get-go, pretty much do whatever you want. Um, almost too free, right? Like there's almost too many options in this game. Mm-hmm. If you, you want to shave... There's a tyranny of choice. Yeah. I've heard it described as. Yeah. I also think the story is fucking uh unparalleled it's like bar none mm-hmm. one of the be- best video game stories what do you guys think about the story do you guys like it incredible it's beautiful yeah i loved it that's it it takes a lot for me to like um it, it's specifically in open world games right they're so focused on like the gameplay you can tell so much energy is going into like designing these great big spaces for you to explore and finding little challenges for you to do that you a lot of times like lose sight of the character. And Arthur Morgan is such like an incredible character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, I think every, every character in this, even if they're small feel huge, like larger than life. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what's the, the leader's name? Is it Butch? Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, Dutch. Yeah. The way his voice cracks. <laughs> the voice actor is so good. It's like or or that is just his voice. I can't tell, but it's like it's just it just feels very authentic. Everything about this game yeah. feels very authentic. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, really I I was just going to say like being at camp is one of the dopest parts of that game and just how mm. like mm lively it feels and how like uh the ai is so sharp uh and like Mm -hmm. you know just like walking near someone and having them interact with you and if you like walk away you know quickly or don't acknowledge them they'll kind of be like ah fuck you then or you know what i mean like there's just so much (laughs) to that game it's so so yeah they're like go to hell you pervert yeah (laughs) Yeah. um (laughs) no this 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 is uh jeremy was role-playing as moby yeah yeah this is my arthur morgan was arthur moby uh with the this is one of those that i think will be playable forever um yeah you know like graphically with the ps4 we've hit a point where this truly shows what is like what a video game work of art can be and it's that it's Mm -hmm. like that you you could show this game to anyone hopefully i I would hope you could show somebody mario uh 30 years from now and they'd be like (laughs) this is fucking dope but like well, I mean, if they love you, <laughs> yeah, and they're right. not. But if like somebody had their fucking doubts, I would. This is the game I would put in front of them. You mm. know, that's a, that's a great list uh, for uh, when we're on the road to two hundred, probably. Like games you would show people to like defend video games. Oh, yeah. right, yeah. If it was like if if somebody was like video games aren't art, I would I would I would uh, put tape on their lips yeah and i would sit them in a yeah. chair and i would put the controller <laughs> in their hand and i would turn mm-hmm. this game on and and if they still right. felt that way i'd be like okay you're a piece of shit but uh yeah that's that's <laughs> when you would probably kill them and dump yeah, the body, dump the body right? at that point yeah because yeah. you yeah yeah 
Right. No, you're right. Red Dead is kind of indisputable, even like watching it. It's right. like beautiful, but playing it and kind of understanding like it's it's very easy to grasp mm-hmm. that it's like doing something truly wild. Like the the idea of like riding around, that was the moments that caught me the most. Like riding around in the open field and like stumbling upon a robbery mm-hmm. and the different things you can do, like that works playing it. I feel like that works watching somebody mm-hmm. play it. Like there, it's like an inarguable work yeah. of art. Yeah. It's so, it, yeah, it's so intense and it's so much, f- it's also like when this game came out, I feel like it got a bad rap, like that dum-dums would play it and not, they'd be like, this is too slow. It's not very fun, but that game yeah. is there. They are wrong. It is incredibly fun. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like, it's like playing limbo and being like, that's too slow. <laughs> right. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, yes, it's not Sonic the Hedgehog, I guess, right. but it is totally doing a different thing. Like Red Dead Redemption to me is so fun. Like it is fun mounting your horse and riding your horse yeah. to a mission. Sometimes that's as fun as the mission. For sure. <laughs> that's actually a really great point that I hadn't really thought of. That's the first, like, I don't know that I got this sense from Grand Theft Auto five, but like Red Dead has a good game feel. Yeah. which I think a lot of open world games sort of have to sacrifice for the sake of their systems working. Like you're right. It does feel good. Even just like slowly walking around mm-hmm. camp. It, Arthur Morgan is fun to control. Yeah. And like in response to said dumb dumbs, like the, <laughs> like the pace is intentional. Everything's intentional with the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I, I can't, Im- I like, I, there's nothing that I would be like, this game would be better if it was faster. Like, I just don't, under, I don't like, that's a stupid mentality to have. <laughs> yeah. But also, <laughs> yeah. like, everything's meant to be the way that it is and was well thought out. Uh, right. I'm sure they, I'm sure they tested it at Sonic the Hedgehog uh, speed and were like, you know what? It's stupid when our uh, cowboy is head is bobbing around like a fucking idiot. Uh, let's not do that. Uh, yeah, that game's and incredible. Knuckles doesn't fit at all <laughs> yeah. in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Okay. Well, that was Red Dead Redemption Two. Now, what could possibly be our number? One. Zelda. Yeah. Spoiler alert: Zelda. <laughs> Wow. Even after all this, all, all, all these years, which should be about two and a half. <laughs> hearing this sound, hearing the score, I'm just like, oh, I want to go back mm-hmm. to Zelda Town. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Hyrule? No, it's Zelda Town. <laughs> Zelda Town. Um, yeah, I. this is Zelda Breath of the Wilds. Obviously, this is going to be our number one. I feel like, you know, I'm always, I'm always ready for our number ones to be cr- something crazy stupid, like, like Bubsy. <laughs> uh-huh. But, but I think this is just so undeniable, you know? Yeah. It's Easy. sort of like the, like Dave Chappelle of video games. It's like, Oh, that's just objectively good. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I played this game through twice, once on the Wii U, once on the Switch, and both times had an had an amazing experience. Got more out of it the second time, like a good book. Yeah. This was my and first game for Switch. This was the first game you played on Switch? 
Yeah. That's great. You, I mean, yeah. me too. But I, I got it on launch day. It was the only game <laughs> yeah. on Switch. Yeah. And Snipperclip. Yeah. Snipperclips actually might be my first Switch game. <laughs> now that I think about it. We might have played around few Snipperclips before we dove into the thing to play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, Stevens, you actually played it, like, what? Like, not even that long ago, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, what 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 can't be said about this game? It's also yeah, a work it feels of art, almost trite, a yeah. masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, in the spirit of true exploration, climbing needs to be in every exploration yeah. video game. Yeah. That mechanic doesn't that feel like yeah? You go it's ahead, just sorry. it's the best. It just like makes you like nothing feels off limits you truly just feel like can i yeah. get on that mountain and it's like yes yes you can go get on that mountain if sure you can. want yeah go get on it go get on it right now it does feel like a like a flashpoint like we can't go back yeah. from this and it's crazy that like because games take two or three years to make minimum like i'm shocked that all games aren't doing yeah. this now i like death stranding i didn't play a ton of but that's kind of got this vibe to it but like i think horizon zero dawn was the perfect example i remember reading so many articles where people are just like how dare this game be out at the same time as breath of the wild i need to climb um they're right yeah they're right it's not fair but they're right this is this is this is a this is the world i want to be in the most and i agree and this is yeah this is truly red dead also does it where it rewards you for like wandering and exploring um but i i no games like this gave me a sense of like wonder playing it you know like uh you really discovered things really like exploring like was so just so greatly rewarded uh Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Make it I wanna play it right now. I wanna play it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. We're talking Thinking about it about now. I got it just sitting so there. good. It is like uh it, it it truly is the best at like what this list asked for, right? Which is a, an open world that you want to explore. And I think what it does have over games like Red Dead 2 is um yeah, that element of like every nook and cranny i want to explore red dead 2 at some point you are like okay i i want to be done with this mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, i feel like you could put down breath of the wild and come back to it a month later and be like there's just more shrines i just want to do you know what i mean like it's like it is like a an old uh an old shoe or something you're yeah. just like oh this fits so well it feels so good i do think like other games do have better stories than breath of the wild like i don't think like I think Red Dead has a better story, you know. Mm-hmm. Those Arkham games have better stories, but I, I it 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 goes along it goes to show you that story is only one part of a much bigger thing we need in video mm-hmm. games. You know, I would almost say that this game is like packed with micro stories. Like it feels like it's draped in stories and the kind of stories that you can tell like, well what happened to this area? Like mm-hmm. the lakes dried up and you can see like somebody tried to move something in a certain way like you can find these little hints of story mm-hmm. like all of the world as big as that world is it feels intentional and like there were events that happened there right 
that I can't think of. Like, Red Dead has a number of events, but the world doesn't feel lived in. I feel like Zelda has very few events, but the world is deeply lived in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think that there's, there, it does, it does have like a different kind of storytelling. You're right, where it's like, it's like, oh yeah, this is kind of, it's got to got that that element that like Mist has, where it's like, oh, something happened here. What was mm-hmm. it? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But I think that you know, also those bird people, right? <laughs> Gotta yeah. love those bird <laughs> people. They can fly and they get cold. Yep. Well. And that's our list. That is our top 10 open world games that we love to explore. Wait, wait, hold on real quick. Did we have honorable mentions? Oh, we will. We, run we, we will quick? for sure. Let me, okay, let me run okay, back okay. through which, what, what was on this list. We had number 10, Super Mario 64. Number nine, a tie between Horizon Zero Dawn and Batman Arkham City. Number eight, The Witcher 3. Yes. The, no, number eight was Fallout New Vegas. Number seven was The Witcher 3. Number six was Metal Gear Solid 5. Number five was GTA 5. Number four was Skyrim. Three was Marvel Spider-Man. Number two was Red Dead 2. And number one was Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Honorable mentions time. Uh, mm-hmm. We have a lot of honorable mentions. So first of all, the entire Assassin's Creed <laughs> video game <laughs> franchise. I think almost every game was voted for once. Weird. <laughs> uh, assa- literally, McCaller, you rounded out this list by voting for the first game, which I thought surely no one would do. <laughs> yeah, that's my perfect like on rails open world game. Yeah. No, the, I really like the first Assassin's Creed. And I am, again, I understand what the consensus is. I am the only person no, with that opinion. I, I, I'm probably I like wrong. The, I, I love that game. I like several of the Assassin's Creed. I'm just, I'm not enamored with it as a franchise to the point where I'm still, you know, where I still need to get the latest one. I'm, I'm it's. Yeah, I think that's how I feel. I'm kind of shocked it. that it's still so successful. You know what I mean? But I I remember yeah. playing the first Assassin's Creed and being blown away by that game, being like, "Whoa! Never played anything oh, yeah? like this." Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt the same way. And then, but then I have tried, I think, every single one since then, and have not caught on to any of them. They're they are like my ultimate example of like this is too much for me. There's too yeah. much choice. Rain it in, folks. <laughs> yeah, I think the only one out of the series I'm interested in at this point is Black Flag. Yeah. That's the one that I I haven't played it, but I it looks fun. That's the like one the, I put the pirate, on, and that one felt tr- like an actual open world. Um, where yeah, because you you're you would sail, you would sail to islands, and you would have to like dock, and then there'd be you know you could do some stuff on the island or whatever. Um, but mm-hmm. like yeah, you were a fucking pirate, and there was like. A actual pirate combat and you could upgrade your ship that one's fucking dope that one's really really dope i love that one yeah that one looks that one looks fun it also looks like a bit of a departure from the series which uh, not that i needed that but like i think like um the something about the aesthetics of it i never grabbed me mm-hmm. uh like the roman or what well, i don't know what you even yeah. call it like what yeah. the, the olden time olden days <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh so some other games that got honorable mentions, um, some prequels to games that are on this list, like Red Dead Redemption 1, honorable mention. Mm. Um, I still think that the game is really, really fun. Uh, even even with Red Dead 2 being out, I think it's a different kind of game. You can go back and play yeah. it. 
still very a fun. A lot, of, a lot of rumors of a remake coming. Soon. Yeah, that would be cool. I think that'd be cool. Or a remaster. Right? Remaster would be cool. Uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Uh, never played it. Or I played a little Morrowind, but never Oblivion. Um, uh, GTA 3, 4, Vice City, San Andreas, all honorable mentions. I think the only game we didn't talk that much about in our discussion was 3, which I th- still think is like a really stupid, fun game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Arkham Knight, honorable mention from uh, Mr. McCaller. Oh, Super Metroid. I love that. Yeah. I love that because it isn't an open world game. It, it is in the same way that Super Mario 64 is. Which is you not. Know? And we all agree. <laughs> so like barely it counts. But I do think as an ex. Yeah, it's like it, that is a game I love to explore. Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me, I, specifically on my list, I put late game Super Metroid. Like mm. when you have all of the powers and literally the world is open. Yeah. You get to go find all the little treasures you miss. That that's such like a a smart way to make your exploration worthwhile. Oh yeah. New powers. Oh yeah. It's great. It's it's the thing that Metroidvania should only get make better as as they go on. Bloodstained, I don't think made it better. I think it just made it the same. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, make this part better. Make the make the thrill of going back through the map more fun. Yeah. Um uh, here's some that I put down that I don't. No one else did, but Bloodborne. Nobody. Mm. I don't. I, not a lot of people. I think mm. in our crew have played Bloodborne. This. I didn't know that was an open world game. It is an open world game in that Ooh. it's all one map. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. What? No, no, no. It is a. It is a. It is a. It is an open map. You can run from one end of the map to the other yeah. end of the map. I think that's open world. Man, Stevens is an open world purist. I think, you know yeah, that I think, rough. yeah. A no, that's... mini map and fifty feathers per land to collect. I, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked that it's not on the list. Actually, I thought it would. Yeah. I thought it would get some votes. I know I toot that horn all the time, but no one, uh, no one jumped on. But I do think, as far as like worlds, I want to be in exploring. That's my number one is Bloodborne because I want to explore oh, sure. every nook and cranny. That that's my world though. That's like dark gothic, uh, Charles Dickens world. <laughs> uh, also, Pokemon. No one put uh like the Pokemon games like Red and Blue. To me, those are open world games that I think are very. Like, I love the world of Pokemon. I want to explore more of the world. Yeah, but it's on rails. Oh, you gotta no. go in, <laughs> you gotta go in order of the gyms laid out in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's definitely like they definitely lock you out of parts of the map until you beat the yeah. final four. But then the game opens up and you're like running around, getting Mewtwo, getting Zapdos. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Zapdos, right? I don't like. I yeah, guess he's the electric. I, like, I, I guess this idea <laughs> of like end game open world to like didn't occur to me. But you're right. Um, well, let me. Have, but but it, like, is Assassin's Creed Black Flag open world the whole time? It's or did you unlock parts? It doesn't take long for you to get your first ship, and once you do, yes. So pretty, oh, you know what I mean? Okay. It's kind of like you like you're learning systems, you know, the first part of the game and then once right. you do, then it's like it opens up. Yeah. Well, cuz that was kind of my argument for like including the Mario 64s and Metroids of the world. It's like I remember Grand Theft Auto having a lot of like gates 
Like you had to get to a certain percentage or finish parts of the story before like the full map opened up. In GTA? In, right? In GTA? Yeah. I don't remember that in GTA. I, I, I guess there are parts. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. Trying to think. There's definitely like gatekeeping in those games, but I think they are tutorials. Right? Mm. Like uh, in GTA 5, you have to like do a mission before you can jump in your car and like. I, I remember reading that the big deal about GTA 5 was it was going to be the first one where the entire map was open from the beginning. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And then before that, it was oh, like. I see what you're like, saying. I remember in like Grand Theft Auto 3, and I'm like, they like closed off Staten yeah, Island. Or something, yeah, yeah. Right? I know like, what you're talking about. Yeah. And then San Andreas, oh, yeah. before you can go to like San Fierro, you have to like go through the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. You're right. So I'm like, why is that any different than having to collect 30 power I guess because, <laughs> because, because you still have, you have like, I guess you have freedom within that area still. Like you don't necessarily have to, you can run around and punch mm. grandmas if you want in the area. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's true. There's a gameplay freedom. Right. That. Yeah. You have to collect 30 punching grandmas <laughs> before you can go into a room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, other honorable mention is uh, oh, there's only one more. Yakuza. That's a hern. <laughs> <laughs> I I think Yakuza is like the uh, GTA of Tokyo. Never played any of and, those games. Uh, I know I have a uh, Kiwami One, which is like a remake of the first game, on my uh, downloaded, and I really want to play it. I honestly have again kind of looking for the right good things about those, but I've never. I've heard they're yeah, amazing. Too. Yeah. They just put like forty five of them on Game Pass. Oh, so. what was like the most? What was like the most recent one? Zero. Everyone is saying play Yakuza Zero. Everyone is saying that that's a good place to start and it's a fun game. It's just like the the better one, okay. the best one, or it'll get you into the series or whatever. Cool. Like that's a good place to start. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. So and let me know when you do that. I'll I'll do the same. I'll jump in. Jump in there. Sorry. Uh, you know, because I can't do anything by myself. Mm-hmm. Too codependent. Anyways, thank you for so much for listening to the show. This has been Video Games a Comedy Show. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can follow us at VGA Comedy Show or me at Ocarina of Crime. Uh, God, gentlemen, why don't you go ahead and plug? Uh, yeah, find me on the stuff at Mikey Loves Mikey. Uh, you can always Venmo me at Mikey Stevens. And uh, 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 yeah, that's it. Red hair, uh, <laughs> rate and review uh, this podcast. You know that helps this yeah. show get some visibility. If you like this show, you know, uh, give it five stars and give it a review. You know, we like doing yeah. the show. Get, yeah. Give us five uh, punching your grandma. Give us five punching grandma on, on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael McCaller, and then I'm streaming 6 p.m. Pacific time, Monday, Wednesday, and then 11 a.m. on Saturday on twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. Amazing. Yeah, I I tried to Twitch stream one time, and uh, I just didn't, like, I didn't click immediately. Everything didn't work immediately, and I just was just like, nah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. I need, I need. <laughs> That's the first year of Twitch. Yeah, I need to like it's a get nightmare. better at it. I need to like go back on there and like work again at getting getting a Twitch because I think I think I think I'd be good at it and I think it'd be fun. But yeah. uh, but yeah, 
No, I'm just, uh, but I do enjoy watching my friends on Twitch. I will plug uh, some of my friends' Twitches. Uh, what is it? Cons is cool. 69. Is that Connors? C O N Z. C O N Z. Yeah. Cool. He's, he, uh, he's been doing a lot of backyard baseball lately, which it ain't necessarily my thing, but if you, if, uh, he's pretty deep into that and you can go watch him do that. There's also, you can watch all of his, uh, Ocarina of Time streams which is, is really good he did that for the covid benefit also is it mc hearn is that his name on on twitch i think hearn so. will play silently play games and you can go watch him <laughs> and do that he, he plays in dead silence uh which is really fun stevens you gotta be twitching at some point right probably i'll probably get into it here eventually <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're on it. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show, and uh, you know, it's game time, baby. <laughs> oh, that's some new shit. What do you think of that ending? I like it. It's game time, baby. <laughs> I'm blown away. <laughs> uh, I had it written down in a note in a notepad. <laughs> it's game time, baby. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's game time, baby. Like that's just my that's my new sign off. It's game time, baby. 